Welcome to the Give Back Economy, a podcast about social innovation and social enterprise. Now with your host, Peter Miller. Welcome, and today we have Libby Berenson from Vancouver area, and she is the CEO of Genesis, and it's all about creating genes from a genie. So, welcome, Libby. Thank you. I, I will correct a little bit. Um, Thank you. It is, <laughs> sure, um, it's a, it's a, it's a first question, I guess, that people ask is about how to pronounce this uh, correctly. Uh, so it's genies. Um, and uh, it's just imagining basically a genie in a bottle that makes wishes come true. And when you have lots of them, they become genies. Uh, so that's how it kind of co- forms together. Excellent. Okay, so Libby has a fascinating academic and work career, and we're going to go through those, and then we're going to get into her organization. So let's start with your academic career. Sure. Where where Uh, did you start your academic career post-secondary? Yeah, um, I was studying in in Israel in a college called Sami Shamun, and I studied in uh, industrial engineering and management, uh, with my major in information systems, I, will, I was always in uh, information systems in my whole career, um, and that kind of that opened uh, different opportunities. That specific um, with studying was really broad in a way of of giving you really good basics of everything from finance to um, to, to management, to uh, quality control, to um, to coding even, uh, anything in between. So that was really a good start for us. What happened next in terms of your education? It didn't all take place in Israel. Yeah, so um, I've been uh, moving from different uh, places and... and, and um, spending my career in different ways uh, since then. Um, and after, I, I guess we will review the career path after, uh, but when we moved to, to Canada, I continued different studies in uh, project management and uh, completed uh, certificates uh, in uh, kind of product management as well, uh, UX uh, strategy um, in different other areas in terms of um in terms of expanding the world of, of information systems and, um, and technology overall, uh, especially on a business level and a strategy. And where, were, where did that education take place? Uh, yeah, here in uh, Vancouver, uh, part of um, uh, different courses at uh, BCIT, at UBC. Well, you better explain um, those terms. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, University of British Columbia and uh, uh, British Columbia Institution of Technology. Uh, those are kind of the big um, institutions here in in the BC area uh, that provides different types of, of courses. So I, I always feel that I need to kind of stretch myself and learn um, other other areas 
um, in my life that I'm interested in kind of exploring. Um, and it, it also helps when you're a leader to really speak in, in a right terms and language with, uh, with your team. So that's, that's kind of the, um, the initiative behind uh, all these courses. Okay, so let's get into your career, your work career. And I think mm-hmm. some of that started in Israel. Yes, yes. Um, so I'm, I'm actually born in Russia, and when I was four, I moved to Israel. So I'm uh, immigrated twice in my life um, and uh, lived in Israel for 25 years. Uh, in Israel, it's really unique where um, when you're 18, you're actually, uh, it's mandatory for you to go to the army, to the military. And um, so usually it's mandatory for women to go um, and, and do two years in the military, uh, serving as um, as a soldier, um, I decided to become an officer. Uh, that was an opportunity that I really kind of took, and and uh, I was really happy and and privileged to 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 receive, um, because that taught a lot in a really young age. So I became an officer by when I was 19 already, uh, and stayed with the military for four years. I became a lieutenant, and that of course. Uh, gives you lots of responsibility and leadership at a really, really young age, where you need to take um, you need to to take care of um, of teams, not only professionally but also personally, and and really um, on a on a professional and personal development level. So um, that was a really important experience that kind of uh, took uh, took my life to a really interesting direction. Um, just uh, before that, I was always working and always doing something uh, as as a youth as well. So I, I actually started teaching kids and, and making my first uh, bucks. Uh, when I was 12, I, t- I taught them um, Hebrew and math. And that was kind of, I was always in a, in a training and, and leadership positions with, uh, uh, with youth as well in different camps. And uh, so after military, I started my studies, uh, continued working as a student, as a shift manager in different stores, and um, went through a retailer and was an office manager in, in different healthcare um, uh, clinics. And, um, and yeah, and after that, I joined a company called Advantive Technologies. Uh, they were a partner of SAP, implementing SAP projects and uh, two really big uh, clients, um, really big uh, projects, SAP projects that I've uh, led uh, training and uh, project management. And so I really enjoyed that part because it gave, gave me lots of learning about uh, business units working together in, in a really efficient way. Um, so SAP was really uh, a really good way for me to kind of go into um, the world of business. And uh, at the uh, at some point there, uh, we moved to uh, to Canada with our six-month-old baby, um, the first, uh, my, my, my oldest. And then here, I started working at Amazon as a learning manager, uh, kind of continuing my path of, of uh, leadership development and, and learning overall, uh, training, um, worked here in D.C. Um, and, and managed training uh, teams. So that was a really important uh, 
um, experience, Canadian experience that I really enjoyed, learned uh, so much about best practices and, um, and making processes lean and efficient. And so that uh, Amazon experience was really, uh, really, really meaningful for me. Um, and then um, I've joined, right after that, I joined a company called Coho, which is a fintech company, a really successful fintech company, uh, really um, amazing company led by an amazing entrepreneur, Dan Eberhardt. Uh, and I joined as person number 13, joined as an operations manager, and kind of grew into a role of director of operations. Uh, we moved the whole company to uh, Toronto, from Vancouver to Toronto, and uh, with that moved ourselves to Toronto as well. Uh, stayed there for about two years. The company grew to over 70 people when I left, um, and now it's doubling its size and uh, lots of great uh, amazing opportunities happening with Coho. And um, and we moved here back to Vancouver because my oldest son uh, was accepted to a school here and we always kind of wanted to go back and, and lived in, in Vancouver. This is home now. Uh, and since then, I'm, I'm all full, full in on Genies and really enjoying my time as an entrepreneur and uh, making an impact, which was really, really important for me throughout this whole career path. So with Genies, and you, mm-hmm. you have your own business as well. Are they separate yeah. or do they work together? Yeah, so um, my coaching practice is always something that uh, kind of, uh, something that I always did as part of my leadership style. And when we moved back to Vancouver here, I just wanted to um, make sure that I'm certified. So I did a course um, as a coach, uh, a certified coach, um, and kind of continuing my practice as a separate uh, business, uh, always love uh, helping and, and making sure that um, people and leaders especially feel successful and know uh, what they can do and how they can bring their whole self and into their role of a leader. Um, and so that's something that I do uh, as a separate thing from, from Genies. I, I really kind of continue my way of, of exploring uh, my coaching path as just as some just something that I really enjoy doing um, I also joined um, uh, I'm on a board of directors at uh, the Society of Canadian Women in STEM uh, which is a squist in uh, in a short term and it's, a, and it's a, an amazing organization that exists for 40 years now uh, led completely by volunteers I'm uh, the vice president there and the director of business development, uh, helping kind of bring that uh, organization to a more sustainable future. Uh, amazing, huge organization that ex- uh, now expands, extending throughout Canada. Um, and so I do that as my volunteering time as well, besides Genies. So obviously you work 24 hours a day because <laughs> you've got so well, many a, activities a involved. <laughs> As a you're you're school, a wife, yeah. you're a mother, you're an entrepreneur, you run your own business, and you're the CEO of Genies. And uh, as a result, there's very little time. You should write a book. <laughs> uh, well, you know what? I know my, uh, my strengths and my weaknesses. I would say writing is not one of them. 
Uh, that's why I really have great people around me to help me with um, the writing and kind of uh, making sure that this is uh, uh, communicated for it. Um, but you're right. There is, um, I definitely would love to have 10 more hours a day, but um, one thing that I'm learning through this whole journey is, is how important it is to take some time for yourself and just, um, just let go of, of, of everything. Uh, this is where um, the best ideas coming um, to, to your mind and uh, the strategy is forming. And um, you're, you're enjoying this process through and not feeling stressed uh, and, and just uh, go, go, go. You just enjoy every day and, and do the best, um, the best that you can do in, in all of each of these uh, specific initiatives. Okay, so let's get into Genies. Sure. Uh, how did you come up with the name, and what does Genies <laughs> do? Uh, yeah, great question. Um, so it, it was actually a funny story. Um, so my husband and I created Genies um, where the, the idea sparked, basically, after my second uh, son was born, Um we had a baby party at our house and we have received the same gift four times. Um, and I felt really bad because people really wanted to, to give something that might create uh, happiness and enjoy. And I really appreciated it, but we actually needed other items and um, I didn't feel that I want to create a registry and send it and share it to, to other people because I didn't feel comfortable about it. Um, so this is how the idea of personal wish list were cre was created and we were playing with the idea of a name but of course um making wishes come true came to mind uh, a genie in a bottle um in, in that sense and uh we were playing with the names and kind of um, that that was a funny story we still don't know who came up with the genie's part uh either <laughs> me or my husband uh but um but it doesn't really matter um so we we started as completely part-time uh, side project. We had a couple other people joining us, um, um, just working on it at night and kind of building the, the initial platform that was open to families and friends to share um, their specific wishes for their kids and, and others. So this is how it started. But we as a team, we always saw an opportunity to impact the community with, with that platform. We saw that... Um, there is a huge need and a gap where uh, families need actually um, actually wish for specific items, but there's so much logistics and so much um, um, kind of uncomfortable, uh, huge uncomfortable process uh, that leads them to um, to really ask, basically ask for donations on social media and, and sharing their names and and, and that creates a really bad experience for all. Um, and on the other side, there's the, the nonprofit that has a huge logistical process around um, collecting the wish lists of all their families and their kids, and it could be hundreds of families, uh, and then going in and fundraising for cash. Uh, donors don't really know where the cash is going to, so they're not really eager to donate in cash. Uh, and then the nonprofits need to collect everything and then they need to go in and, and purchase uh, with the cash that they received, purchase in different stores, and t uh, take lots of volunteers to deliver these pieces um, and quality assurance if it's secondhand. So there's 
so many kind of steps in that process. And so we saw that the platform that we had actually helped close that gap really, really nicely for all three parties, for the donors, for the nonprofits, and for the families, of course. So donors can actually feel um, that impact through Genies, uh, and nonprofits can really easily manage all their donations, and then families can stay anonymous and receive things that they actually need. And so that's, uh, that's kind of the story. I can tell you exactly how that works. Uh, that might make it a little bit easier. Okay, so this is, uh, this is really good. And that's why you're a social innovator and you're running a social enterprise. Although those mm-hmm. terms may not have been used at the beginning, but they sure mm-hmm. apply in your case. So tell Correct. us a little bit about the importance of partnerships. Yeah, and um, stepping back a little bit, um, and partnership is a huge part of what we do. Um, so uh, basically, how the platform works is we work with nonprofit organizations. They're our first partners. Um, we work with nonprofit organizations because we trust that they choose, um, and, and the public trusts that they choose the families uh, to the, the right families to be on Genies. So not everyone in the public can be a family need on Genies. Um, so the nonprofit organizations are choosing the families uh, out of the hundreds they're working with uh, to to get listed on Genies and create their wish list. And then um, once they create their wish list, they can choose the exact roots with the right size or the exact diapers or feminine products that they're looking for, or baby bottles, whatever it is that they specifically need. And then donors in the public uh, can go into the app, see these anonymous wish lists with a little bit of a story about the family, if it's a single parent, if it's a, a refugee or an immigrant or whatever, or senior or youth. Um, we have lots of different stories, of course, there. Uh, and then you can see their specific wish list, choose the items that um, you want to give, and it's sent directly to the organization and the family. So, um, so this is how the process works. And in terms of partnerships, um, it's really heavy on partnerships. Uh, the reason is um, we keep ourselves sustainable and growing based on affiliate partnerships that we're creating. So we have different types of partners. So definitely the nonprofits are the first partners because we trust their families, they trust our platform, and that's the first partnership that has formed. And the second one is uh, affiliate partnerships. So in order for us to grow, we actually don't tra- charge any of these users right now um, for the platform at all. Um, and we create affiliate partnerships with the retailers um, at the back end and service providers. So uh, retailers, for example, currently Amazon uh, is integrated fully into the the platform, um, and we're leveraging the affiliate program by Amazon. Uh, The other one is we're actually partnering with other uh, Canadian local businesses to start affiliate programs like that. And then one thing uh, as well that we added this year, which is which is, I think incredible and kind of opens lots of doors, is um, service providers. So we actually have dental services at, as part of Genies, um, which means that you as a donor can donate $20, $50 to an online donation box at a specific dentist uh, office for a specific family. And then they come in. You're not giving that fifty dollars to that family. They actually come in and spend that fifty dollars on a on a dental treatment. So that's another uh, partner for us 
uh, that we closely work with, and we are expanding that program uh, throughout Canada now. Um, and of course, uh, we don't see ourselves as a fundraising platform. We are not a fundraising platform. Um, we are a platform that connects donors and, and families directly and anonymously um, in a really meaningful way. So fundraising platforms, are we see them not as competitors, but we actually see them as potential partners. Because for us, uh, if we want to be uh, the one-stop shop for meaningful giving, uh, we would want to partner with the right types of, of fundraising platforms to allow uh, cash donations and, and direct donations, products and services in, in one place. Wow. That's, uh, that's very uh, encouraging and very supportive of the community, and that's what makes you a social yeah, enterprise. So, yeah, thank you. Um, in terms of our listeners, what mm-hmm. would be to ask of our listeners? What would you like to ask them to do? Yeah. Um, so a few things, actually. Um, if if the, le- the listener is a nonprofit, uh, we want to invite nonprofits uh, in Canada and, and soon U.S. as we uh, we would lunch with uh, in U.S., um, sooner than later, um, we want to invite them to be part of this journey <clears throat> and to get listed on Genie's uh, through our website, just go to our website, choose a nonprofit, and start exploring this and testing it for your nonprofit. Each nonprofit is really different. We have a team of 15 people, actually, as part of this, uh, as part of the Genie's team, Advisors, contractors, employees, volunteers, we are all here together and supporting our nonprofits and, and, and donors and families. Um, <clears throat> so if you are a nonprofit, um, we invite you to get listed on Genies, 100% where we want to uh, support you and your donations and want to help you attract new donors, um, new types of donors to the, to the nonprofit. Um, if you are a donor that wants to adopt a family, um, Super, super easy. You can just go into our um, website, social.genies.co, and um, we have two options, either a mobile app, uh, which is iOS and Android, or we have a new web app uh, for donors that they can donate straight on their laptop. So um, so they can definitely do that as well. Uh, and adopt a family that you feel really kind of eager to help. Uh, you can contact us always, and we will match you with a family as well. Um, and then lastly, if you are an impact or an angel investor, uh, impact investor and angel investor, uh, we invite you to explore different uh, opportunities with us because right now we are starting to explore our fundraising um, or funding um, path. Um, and we're looking for specific, really, uh, really specific individuals that could be strategic and uh, helpful for us in our goals and being a part of uh, uh, our creation. So if you're an impact or angel investor, please uh, get in touch with us. It could be through our website or uh, me directly in my uh, email, which is libby at genie.co. So you've really taken the genie out of the bottle. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's uh, that's the plan. Uh, but you know what? Taking it and... Um, Taking it and, and, and asking for a diamond ring uh, is not what we want to do. <laughs> uh, we want to take that genie in a bottle. Um, 
and make something really awesome and useful uh, from that wish. So uh, something that will really impact other people's lives. Um, and so if you look at the website and see thank you notes from families um, that they are sending to donors, uh, we have handwritten thank you notes, we have uh, in the app thank you notes, that really opens your eyes into how a small donation can make a huge impact. Um, and that's, that's why we do it. So yeah. Libby, uh, it's been a great story from the beginning to the end. And <laughs> uh, we'll certainly let our people know through our website and through our social media. And once Thank I you, get I this uh, completed, I'll be able to make it available to you as well. Thanks. I appreciate it.